it today. Uh, the finest cut, the finest cut of meat of scripture I could find. Y'all, y'all ready? Y'all ready for a little bit of a little bit of steak? Just a, just a little bit. I don't know if it's prime rib. I don't know if it's T-bone. I don't know if it's sirloin. I don't know if it's ribeye. But I've cut the finest piece of steak today. Coming from the Word of God. This is our Thanksgiving meal for our soul. Y'all don't even have to. Y'all don't even have to stand for this. I'm going to go ahead and read it. Psalm 100, verse 4. Before we get there, Byron, I've been, I've been in prayer all week, and uh, it's no secret to the leaders here that this is the time of the year where I, I try to kind of power down and get ready for, for the new year, for 2022, and what God is doing here. So we've got just... One verse this afternoon, but in my preparation this week, I felt God say, I don't know who it was, that said, oh, we just, we, we get a lot of verses. We, we doing a verses battle in 2022. We doing a verses battle, but we, we just got one verse today. Let the church say amen. Amen. Don't stand up. These are the words that the Lord has for us. Psalm 100, verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. How many of you know that we're in this season of thanksgiving? And not only in we, are we in this season of thanksgiving, but we're in a special season in our church. Amen? Uh, and we're in this season of harvest. We're in the season of harvest. We've been in uh, a season of harvest all month for the month of November. Real quick, real quick, pop quiz. What was our November series this month? A CD harvest. Come on, A+, 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 A+. Good deal. We've been we've been in a we've been in a study in a series in a season of of harvest and not just any harvest but a seedy harvest everybody say seedy a seedy a seedy harvest and uh, before we dive in let me just say happy Thanksgiving to you happy Thanksgiving to your entire family from my heart to your home from our hearts those of you that are streaming to your hearts we want to say happy Thanksgiving this is like one of my favorite holidays, this is, this is like the official start of, of Thanksgiving week. Uh, and not only is it the start of Thanksgiving week, but it also is the season of seeing seeds and saying thanks for the seeds that we see. Okay? Uh, we, we, we give God and we say thanks. And I've got, I've got a couple of thanks today. Um, got just a couple. First, give an honor to God who was the head of my life. No, just just kidding. Listen, I wanna I wanna I wanna thank just a couple of people and we're gonna dive in. But before we do, can we can we love on fresh air real quick? Can we thank God for them in the season and spirit of thanksgiving? Hallelujah. Thank God for our media ministry for 
even allowing our viewers to worship from wherever they are. Um, even a great big thank, thank you to, to our band. I've got, I've got a new name for them, y'all, um, for, for Brent and for, for Lo. I think I'm going to call them the Fresh Fire Fingers, Byron. We got to, um, because listen, they fingers, their fingers, their fingers on these keys. Do you understand? And listen, their fingers, when they get some sticks in their hand, listen, y'all celebrate, y'all celebrate the baddest two boys I know. Hallelujah. Listen, so we all have heard this saying. We all have heard the cliche. Um, that time is of the essence, right? Um, and some things we ought not procrastinate. We need to get them done because time is of the essence. We've even heard it said that, listen, it's better to do a thing late than to not do a thing at all. Have you heard that cliche before? I'm going to tell you who, who comes to mind. Uh, one of the people that is clearly illustrated, uh, even with this illustration, is Robert Downey Jr., who uh, at, at the start of his career, we better know him as Iron Man. But what a lot of people don't know is that from year 96 to 2001, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was one of Hollywood's Worst bad boys. Um, this dude was arrested several times for possession of cocaine, heroin, marijuana. He battled even substance abuse for a good deal of his life. Managed to get on probation. Uh, served some time in a state California prison and ended up becoming a highly successful movie star, all right? Uh, let's even look at the life of Judge Mathis, right, who now blazes the TV screens that we watch week after week, day after day, and life for him hadn't always been what it should have been, amen? Let's, let's even bring it a little bit more closer to our own hood. This same story even holds true about time being of the essence for Colonel Sanders, a man who at age 66 years of age was homeless right here in Kentucky, living in his car, took his first social security check. All he had was his first check, a recipe, and a vision. And as a result of a first check and a vision, we now have over 6,000 locations that grace the country in the United States. All of this at the age of 70. I want to I want to use real quick as a subject real quick and then I know I know we got to go. Y'all got the crock pot on. I want to use as a subject today better late than never. Better late better late than never. Uh, Ronald Reagan became our 40th president of the United States at age 70. Better late than than never. On this, this Thanksgiving Sunday, I want you to know that no matter where you are, no matter how old you are, no matter how great your struggle, no matter how incredible your odds, no matter how big your blunder, no matter how immense your error, no matter how significant your slip up, the last part of your life doesn't need to define the future of your life. Better late than never. When we look at the last 11 months and with one month left in the year, all of us in the room, all of us streaming have some reasons to render thanks to God. 
uh, if we really are honest about some stuff, Terrence, there, there were some things for us this year that just didn't go right. Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? You had some plans. You had some things. You wrote the vision. You had your vision board. You had this thing all mapped out. You had the people in place. You knew exactly what you needed to do. But there were some things this year that didn't go right. But is there anybody in the room that will testify that although there were some things this year that didn't go right, it was some stuff that also didn't go entirely wrong. Anybody in the room, anybody willing just to be grateful and thankful? This, this is the season of Thanksgiving. Anybody want to give God thanks, not for all the stuff that went wrong, but will you give God glory for the stuff that went right? Will you give God glory for the stuff that didn't happen? I thought it was Thanksgiving. I thought it was some thankful Negroes in, in the room. Anybody don't mind lifting their hands in this season of Thanksgiving and thanking God for all the stuff that you've done, the stuff that went wild, the stuff that didn't work out, the stuff that went crazy, the people that wore me out. Listen, God, I want to thank you for all of the stuff. I, I thought, listen, that there would be some thankful people in the room that, that don't mind getting them a piece on this Thanksgiving Sunday. I thought it was some thankful people in the room that don't mind letting folk know that, listen, everything ain't been copacetic, but I'm thankful unto God for the stuff he did do. I'm thankful unto God for the stuff that did work. I'm thankful unto God for the stuff that didn't end me. Listen, are anybody 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 thankful I want I want you to get this y'all ain't said a word to me y'all y'all ain't said a word to me and I'm mad about it I'm about to be sick y'all y'all better talk back to me on this Sunday in Thanksgiving the first part though uh, about being in a posture of Thanksgiving the first the first part about being in a posture of Thanksgiving uh, you've got to be willing to say so you you got to be willing uh, you got to be you got to be willing to say so. You, you got to be willing uh, to say so. This, this is the time of the year, uh, just on Thursday, uh, this is the time of the year where we'll all get together at the table together. Uh, but I got one question for you this year. I know you got some stuff in the crock pot for Sunday, but but what are you bringing to the table on Thursday? L listen, what, what stuff have you been cooking up all year? Or better yet, have you been wasting your time? You, you got to say so. What stuff now are are you bringing to the table? My Bible tells me in Psalm 23, verse 5, that he prepares a table before me in, in the presence of, of my enemies. Uh, I, I, I thought about this, Ray, uh, because the truth of the matter is, if we all going to tell the truth and shame the devil, we all got uh, some enemies out there. Uh, but, but can I tell you what I've realized, Chris? Uh, all, all of our enemies ain't people. Uh, all of our all of our enemies ain't ain't people. Uh, uh, sometimes sometimes I'm my own worst enemy. Uh, sometimes I'm the own voice, the only voice in my head that's sabotaging the plans and the destiny that God has for me. So so David says now that he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies, not not just people, but God, you'll prepare a table before me uh, in the presence of my own insecurities. You'll, you'll prepare a table before me. Uh, 
in the presence of my own stuff. You'll, you'll prepare a table before me in, in the presence of my own insecurities, in, in the presence of my own stuff. Here's the part you missed is that the table has already been set. The table has already been, been set for you. This is the place now where, where God has provision and your provision is made present in the presence of your enemies. Will you give God glory that God is still working in the presence of all the stuff that you see as an issue and in the presence of all of the people that you see as a factor and the presence of all of your own preconceived limitations that God, you'll set a table before, before, before me. That's, that's why I struggle sometimes when, uh, when I, when I walk up in fresh fire and I, I never really can understand how folk can, can come to church and, and, and sit in church and look mad the whole time. I, I need somebody else. Maybe you can come on up here and preach to me this Sunday. I, I just don't understand it, how we got six days to do all we want to do, all the cussing we want to do, all the drinking we want to do, all the riffraff, all the gossip, all the mess, and we can't sit aside 90 minutes just to give God glory on a Sunday. And then, then we show up in church and we, and we look mad. I was, I was talking. I'm not, I'm not going to drop no names. I was... I was having a conversation with somebody, Minister Sean, and uh, they quoted me this scripture. I'm like, man, you, you always just looking like, what's, what's going on? Are we, are we too loud in here? Are we, we too rowdy? I know we a rowdy bunch. Listen, it, it's all right. What, what's the problem? And you know what the response was, Byron? What, what she said to me was, well, um, you know, well, uh, she, she quoted me a scripture. She said, uh, well, well, pastor, you know, God knows my heart. God knows, knows my heart. I, I got to thinking, since we quote in scripture, there's another scripture that says, uh, we we ready. Uh, It's found in Psalm 107, verse 2. Since we want to quote scripture about God knowing our heart, let's quote this one. It says, let the redeemed of of the Lord say so. How how can you sit there when God has been nothing but good? I'm, I'm so sick of being around people that ain't got nothing to say. Listen, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We got folk just talking loud and saying nothing, but where are the folk that have been redeemed. You you ought to say something. You you ought to open your mouth. There ought to be some evidence. I I just wish somebody in the room would say so on this Thanksgiving Sunday. If God has blessed you, listen, just say so. If God has healed you, somebody just say so. If God's made ways for you, somebody just say so. If you got shelter, somebody say so. If you got money in the bank, somebody just say so. If he's covered you, say so. If he's kept you, say say so. Say so. Listen, listen, let, let the people know it was nobody but Jesus. You you ought to say, you ought to, you ought to say so. You you ought to say so. Here, here's what I've discovered. Uh, I don't I don't do this this much anymore. Um, but when I would when I would go grocery shopping. And uh, I'm checking out. No, you, you're laughing low. I'm serious. Listen, now in, in this season of COVID, COVID you got to move different. Uh, I used to let them ring me out. I can't do that no more. I don't want y'all touching. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to take no stuff to my house. I don't want to get my family all messed up. I got my dog at home. We just took him to the vet. We don't need none of that. So here's what I do do, right? I, I go, I, I, I take myself now, uh, 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 but I, what, what now through the self-checkout. But before COVID, I would let them check me out. Low. I would let them touch every 
item that they wanted to touch. And here's the thing. When they got done and I paid, sometimes I'd have my earphones in. So, sometimes I'd be in the middle of a conversation. But here's what I would do. The moment that they handed me the receipt, it didn't matter what I was in the middle of. I, I made time to express gratitude. I, I just had to let them know something. I, I had to say something. When they handed me the receipt, I just had to say, I just had to say, I just had to say, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What, what about, though, when you, go, when you go to a good restaurant? I'm trying to break this point home for y'all because y'all, y'all do a whole lot of talking to other people instead of to the king. Listen, we go to a good restaurant, Byron, listen, and the food is phenomenal. Y'all know what I'm talking about? I mean, listen, the, the drinks is popping, right? Uh, the food is bussing. Where's Anaya, right? The, the food is bussing. And uh, the only way, the only way to really say thank you over a meal that Bussing is what do you do with the server? Listen, you you leave a good tip. Listen, we we spend our entire lives thanking people for how they've made our lives better. But when is the last time you gave credit to, to the content creator of your life? The, the one that in him do you live, the one in him do you move, and you you have you have your being. The, the same God that threw the stars in the sky and gave them a name, the same God that created the heavens and the earth. Listen, that that same God, you've got to say, you've got to say so. You've got to, you got to say so. Uh, Next thing, we, we spend our lives looking for, for happiness, right? Especially in this season of, of Thanksgiving, we, we looking to feel, to feel happy. Uh, But, but God says, what if, what if happiness is less about accumulation and more about appreciation. A lot of us, we can give God glory for, uh, for all of the tangible things. We can give God glory for all the materialistic stuff. Uh, and so that brings me now to the next thing. The next thing, you got to say so, uh, but then you've got to stay humble. You, you've got you've to stay humble. You've got you've to stay humble. See, see there are... There are several reasons when you're planting seed. There are several reasons when you're reaping a harvest. There are several reasons that you've got to remain and stay humble, especially when you start seeing the fruit of what you have sown. You, you've got you've to stay humble. Uh, here it is now. See, uh, a lot of us, we get a little bit messed up. We get, we get humility a bit confused. But uh, the truth of the matter is humility will take you into the places where your arrogance would have killed you. Humility will, will take you before the people that, listen, your arrogance would have spoke too soon and sabotaged the whole plan. Some of us spend more time operating in arrogance than we do in humility. But the word of God says this in 1 Peter. Are we ready? 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. I, w- I want you this week to really render thanks and be clear about your thanksgiving. Uh, it says in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6, it says that, and God will exalt you. Uh, can, I, can I say that again? Uh, that God will exalt you uh, if you humble yourselves under his mighty hand. Uh, people, people now that don't operate in humility, uh, they play a dangerous game of pop goes the weasel, Terrence. Uh, when, you, when you build on humility instead of building on arrogance, right? You, you, you've got to build now on humility. Uh, and humility now is giving God glory for the things God has done. 
Uh, arrogance is taking credit for the things you really aren't responsible for. Uh, and so, so, so arrogance now is, is taking credit for the stuff you, you really aren't responsible for. But humility says that, listen, I'm, I'm going to roll with God and let God blow this thing up when God gets ready. L listen, I'm going to roll with God and wait on God's mighty hand to do what it is that God is ready to do. So understand real quick that humility, humility isn't just about tangible stuff. So often we give God glory um, for everything tangible. We, we give God glory for everything tangible. But, but all the seeds that you sow can't be seeds that produce something materialistic. You, you've got to have more to you than just sowing seeds looking for a bag. You, you've got to have more to you than just sowing seeds looking for something tangible. Um, and, so, and so sowing seeds now is more than just materialistic stuff. When, you, when we talk about a seedy harvest, this, this ain't just blowing up the business. This, this ain't just the next book deal. This, this just ain't the next single. This just ain't the next title. But, but real seedy Real seediness says that, listen, I, I'm not just sowing seeds for a rod and a house, but I'm also sowing seeds of good character. I'm also sowing seeds of integrity. I'm also sowing seeds of wise choices. And so we got to get this now when we talk about humility, because where are people that don't mind being humble enough to give God glory for the things he has done? Humility. Humility. Uh, Sometimes we we so unhumble, we so arrogant that we're even blind to the stuff that we don't see, but everyone else can see. Uh, you 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 so arrogant. You you done went out and bought you a fancy car you can't even pay for. Uh, that that's that's humility. Yeah, you yeah you got Facebook followers, but what else do you have? Um, listen, I I know you popping on TikTok, but listen, where's the substance? We we gotta have something that will sustain us and keep us when things that are temporary flee from us. You you've gotta operate now in in humility, 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 humility. Says, listen, I will bless thee, O Lord. I I will bless thee, O Lord, with a heart of thanksgiving. I will bless thee, O. Oh Lord, listen, in this season of Thanksgiving, listen, God ain't impressed with what you drive. God ain't impressed with what you wear. God ain't impressed with your following. What God is impressed with is the humbleness of your heart. Do you keep your word? Do you, can God trust you with people? What are you doing? You got to stay, you got to stay, you got to stay humble. But the good news is you still got time because uh, better late than never. Better, better late better late than, than never. So, so stay humble. Um, I know, I know God has opened some doors, but, uh, it's, it's been his mighty hand. Uh, I, and what you can't do in the season of humility, you, you can't take credit for his hand. You, you can't take credit for his provision. Uh, you can't take credit for his protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's his mighty, his mighty hand. So, so you've got to say so. You've got to stay humble. And, and here's the last thing. You've got to, you've got to sow, sower. You've, you've got to sow, sower. Uh, you, can't, you can't reap what you've never planted. You, you can't reap what you haven't sown. And here it is. Uh, we all have seeds, Right? Lo, we, we ready? We, we all have seeds. Uh, most, of, most are good seeds, but, but some, some are bad seeds. 
Uh, and here, here it is when we talk about what God will do with a seedy harvest. We, we ready? Uh, all month long, we've been in this series of a seedy harvest, where it appeared as though uh, a seedy harvest meant abundance and overflow. Uh, but I looked up the Webster's definition of the word seedy. Uh, and seedy really doesn't mean abundance at all. Seedy really doesn't mean overflow at all. Listen, let, let's talk about what a seedy harvest really is. Uh, according to Webster Merriam, a seedy harvest is dirty or a bad condition. Any Anything seedy is something that's been disregarded. So, so seedy don't always start off real good. And in fact, seedy don't always start off real clean. But I'm also reminded of the words in Romans 8 that says, listen, for we know that all things are working together for my good. So listen to you that have sown seedy seeds. But for every seed that the enemy tried to convince you that was bad. For every seed that you sown that didn't produce what you wanted it to produce. Listen, God says in this season, it's a seedy harvest. I'm, I'm taking even the dirty stuff and producing a harvest. I'm, I'm taking even the disregarded seeds and I'm about to produce a blow up. Listen, it's a seedy harvest. It, it ain't always looked good. It ain't always felt good. It ain't always been good. But thanks be to God that will take something bad and produce something good. Thanks be to God that, that will take a seedy harvest and turn it into abundance. Are, are you thankful this Thanksgiving? L listen, you better act like you know that you'll enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Bless his name. That even though my harvest to you was real seedy, real dirty, real messed up. God is able to take something so filthy, so seedy, and produce a harvest. In this season, God says so in places that will sustain you. Sow in places that will keep you. You've been sowing in places that are temporary and it's caused you to lose your humility. Sow in good ground. Sow on good soil that no matter the seed, seedy or not, it has to produce a harvest. I don't know what you've been planting all year. I don't know where you've been planting all year. I don't even know what seeds you've been planting with. But God says, even if it's been bad seed, I'll take a seedy seed and turn a seedy seed into something sanctified. I'll take a seedy seed and turn a seedy seed into something supernatural. I'll take a seedy seed and turn a seedy seed into something soul-saving. I'll take a seedy seed and turn a seedy seed into a harvest that is abundant. Sow your seed 
But sow your seed in humility. Humility says that, listen, it was your mighty hand that got me there. I didn't do any of this. It was the hand of God that did it. How will God get his work done? Through me. You're just a vessel. Stay humble. Say so. Sow, sower. Sow your seed. Sow it. Y'all got that? Even seedy seeds produce a harvest. So get your seedy seeds, your nasty, filthy self, and get the sowing. Nothing else matters. Your past, the opinions of other people, 